Hello, Shalom, friends. This is Maim. And today um, is my eldest son's 20th birthday. And he is my Thanksgivinga baby, which means that his birthday, um, or his very first birthday actually fell on, on Thanksgiving. And sometimes Thanksgiving falls on Hanukkah. So sometimes... Um, we're celebrating his birthday and Thanksgiving and Hanukkah all on the same day, which is a lot of fun. Um, so we celebrated his his twentieth birthday, but last week, um, on Sunday, we celebrated his graduation from college. Um, he graduated graduated summa cum laude, which means he was at the top of his class. And he um, got a bachelor's of science in computer science. And I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to, um, to be his mother. And I just pray that, you know, God blesses him with success in all of his future endeavors, just as he has so far. And um, he has a... He does website development and digital marketing. He's a freelancer because I instilled uh, an entrepreneurial spirit in him since he was very young. Um, so he's on Fiverr. If you'd like to um, check him out, um, his his handle is fiverr.com slash Virgil Vega. Virgil is, and I'll put the link on um on the video uh, description and stuff like that. And he also designs skateboards on Etsy. That was his first business that he did. And um, that's uh, vagabondboards.etsy.com. Um, so he, he designs custom skateboards. And I posted this picture of him on Facebook. Um, and I said on there that I'm going to make a podcast on how to raise a wonderful, godly, respectful, friendly, and entrepreneurial son. And my husband read that and he was like, so this is going to be like a year-long series or something? And I'm like, no, it's just going to be one podcast. He's like, that's a really big, um, you know, it's a lot to talk about. And I said, well, yes, but I can distill it. I can distill it. Um, and I'd like to just distill it into five things. I haven't planned what the five things are. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it as it comes. What what comes to me? I definitely know what the first thing is. The number one tip that I have for someone who who wants to raise a wonderful and godly and respectful and friendly and entrepreneurial son is, and that is that you have to put God first. And I tried it really put God first in everything that I do, every decision that I make, um, um, you know, just trusting in God's ways. I, um, I raised him holistically because I believed in the creator's power to, um, to heal, to keep us healthy. When we follow his ways, I had a lot of faith in, um, the natural ways, you know, and um, I gave birth to birth to him naturally. I, I believed, you know, all the animals in nature, uh, they don't get C-sections. They don't get episiotomies. They don't get, um, you know, 
They don't get any of that junk. They don't get any of those procedures and they give birth just fine. There's not um, a high rate of um, um, deaths among mammals, you know? Um, it's actually um, safer statistically to home birth than to hospital birth. If you don't believe me, you can study up on that. Um, of course, there's always two sides to every story. Um, but if you study the home birthing side, you will understand what what um what I mean, the home birthing and natural birthing side. I have debates with friends sometimes who um were doctors about this topic, but um <laughs> I'm a strong believer that if you trust in the natural birthing process and you um and you and you prepare yourself, you know, and you keep yourself healthy, et cetera, you live the way God wants you to live, that you can have a very safe, natural um, birth. And I did that with all of my children. So from the womb, you know, I really took care of him as best as I knew how I ate as best I could. Um, you know, I prayed a lot and I prepared myself. I studied on how to give birth naturally. Um, you know, I studied God's ways. So I, you know, could know how how to raise a godly son, basically. And my prayer was always that um, that my children would love God and keep his ways, keep his Torah all the days of their lives. That was my number one prayer throughout their childhood. And so when I prayed that, I also tried to make sure that everything else that I did aligned with my prayers. You can't pray for something and then not take action on it, okay? Prayer is, you know, a, a rabbi once said this. He said that, um, you know, when we pray, it's either because we're saying we don't know something. So God, I don't know how to do this. Can you please help me, you know, teach me, lead me into the right direction? Or you're saying you need God's help. Okay. So maybe you do, you, maybe you do know what to do, but, you know, you know that you can't do it by yourself. And I felt like for the most part, I felt like, in general, I, I didn't know what to do, but without God's help, it would have been impossible to do everything that I needed to do. So number one, put God first. That's how you raise a wonderful son. Okay. And um, number two um, is I always wanted to be close to my children, um, which is why I, I wanted to homeschool them. Because I wanted to be there for them, you know. I wanted to, I wanted to be there for their first steps. I want I wanted to be the ones to teach them everything, especially the most important lessons, especially about God. I mean, the Bible says, um, "In these words which I command you today, you shall teach them to your children, and you you shall um, talk with them about God's word when you rise up, and when you lie down, and when you walk by the way." Okay. Um, in your, in your, when you sit down in your house, when you, when you walk by the way, when you, when you wake up, when you, when you go to sleep, meaning all day long, try to talk to them about God's word, about God's ways, about God, you know, how wonderful God is and anything about God really. Um, cause that's what the Bible is, right? It's, it's all about God's ways, about how wonderful he is, about everything he's done for us, about why we should have faith in him, the promises, the blessings, everything. And how can you do that if you're not with them as much as possible? Now, I know that a lot of people 
can't homeschool for some reason, or they feel like they can't homeschool yet. I do believe that God answers prayers. And if there's a will, there's a way, but maybe you're not there yet. And so um, in lieu of that, maybe you can't be there with them all the time, but as much as you can, you know, talk to them a little bit in the morning, um, pray with your children, um, you know, talk to them about the Bible. Um, when they get home, talk to them, you know, um, and, you know, sometimes it, things that were going on in my mind and my heart in the world with fa- among family and friends, I always tried to discuss these important things with my children as much as they were able to understand. Of course, it needed to be age appropriate. But for me, it's like if they if they could understand what I wanted to say, or if I could simplify it in a way that um, my children could understand, I would talk to them about it. And I would always, you know, I'd always try to bring in um, a very um, um, biblical perspective. Like I wouldn't just tell them about something. I would tell them how it relates to walking with God. What is the godly way to approach this? Is this good? Is this bad? You know, how should we see these things that are going on in life, in the news, in politics, and in, in, per- in my personal life, um, anything like that? So I wanted to be there for my children and, um, and commune with them, you know, talk to them, share my heart with them and share with them how I deal with things, how I look at things, et cetera. And of course, God was always infused in all of these things because I love God and I study his word and I, I, I try to pursue God's ways as much as possible. So it's it's a natural part of um, who I am and the things that I talk about. And I don't shy away from talking about it to my children. Okay. And I, also, I don't rely on other people. Um, I, I would say this number three is don't rely on other people to teach your children what they need to learn the most. And I think what they le- need to learn the most, most is number one about God. But I feel like the number two thing that um that children need to learn the most is um so now i'm at number four right (laughs) fourth tip um is um that um they need to learn about character you know in school they learn you know english math science history and all these things which are all good but where are they going to learn character development where are they going to learn how to be a good person how to not lie, how to speak respectfully to people, how to get along with people. You know, these things are not a subject in school, but they're so important in life. And I see that because my children are with me um, and I, I'm very close to them and I have a lot of children too. I have nine children. <laughs> um, and, you know, I teach them how to get along with each other, which sometimes you don't really see among um among children who are not homeschooled um they may get along with friends at school but oftentimes um they don't get along with their own siblings and so this is a very important part of of how what i teach them as i homeschool is character development and also just um um part of that is how to be a hard worker you know good business principles um Etc. You know, I, I I treat them not just as a child, but I also teach them 
as a um, as if I was training them to be an employee. So oftentimes, especially when it came to doing chores, I treated them like like they were an employee. Like I made sure that they did their chores and their schoolwork to a standard that was, you know, that that I would hold someone that was working for me too, right? Um, let's say if I was paying someone to clean my house or something like that, right? I would hold them to that kind of standard. I wouldn't let them do a sloppy job, you know, um, because I, I I believe that I'm I'm training them everything that I'm doing as I'm mothering them. I'm training them for real life, okay? So I don't, I don't I'm not easy on my children. I am I am pretty strict. I am a disciplinarian. Okay. Tip number five um, is that I also have a lot of fun with my children. Fun is a priority for me. Celebrating, um, celebrating things, celebrating milestones, celebrating birthdays, um, celebrating with their friends, you know, hanging out with good friends. I prioritize them having good friends and, you know, going on play dates. And I encourage them um, to go out with their friends and to be with their friends and, and have fun. Because if you can't enjoy life, if you can't have fun, you're going to hate your life and you're going to want a different kind of life, right? Um, part of teaching your children to be godly is, um, is, is making sure that they are having a lot of fun, that they have joy in the journey, in their life. Um, as they are walking with God. Um, okay, um, I know I've hit five already, but I'm going to go on to six now. Okay, number six, since I still have time, uh, because I did, um, I did include in there entrepreneurial, right? It, um, I'd have an entrepreneurial son, and the way that I instilled that in him is I was also entrepreneur, entrepreneurial myself. So I would say the sixth principle is what you want your child to do and be, you have to model it yourself as much as possible, if you can. Sometimes it's hard, you know, um, to model it, but there are other ways to model things. Um, if you can't model it yourself, you can you can have them study, um, study things that you want them to learn so that maybe you can't model entrepreneurialism yourself. You can have them study about entrepreneurialism, right? There's a lot of books and videos and stuff like that out there. That's what I, that's what happened when I was a child. I didn't know any entrepreneurs actually when I was a child, but I did study. I studied, um, I studied entrepreneurialism as, uh, I guess, ever since maybe middle school or high school. And so when I grew older, I became an entrepreneur myself. And I also had my children study entrepreneurial um, educational material in homeschool from elementary school age, actually. And, and my son got to see me, you know, as an entrepreneur and he, and he saw the kind of life that I have and, you know, his, his, his father and my husband is not an entrepreneur. You know, he has a, he has a regular job and there's nothing wrong with that. And there are, there's like, there's pros and cons to both. Right. Um, but, um, you know, there's a lot more, I feel potential, um, and a lot more freedom if you are an entrepreneur. So I did model that as much as I could. And even if you can't um, be a full-time entrepreneur, if you could be a part-time entrepreneur, that would still be modeling it for, for your child. And there's a lot of other things too. I mean, I, I, 
I tried to make sure that, you know, I didn't do things that I would be ashamed of my children um, knowing that I did. So I tried to live the kind of life that I would want them to live. So modeling, just it's still all about modeling. Model the kind of life that you want them to live and model the principles that you want them to, to, to live by. And um, that's part of training. You know, the Bible says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And he, when he grows old, he will not depart from it. And my son is um, a leader in his youth group. He is respected by many of his friends because he's such, um, you know, they were playing a game. We were playing a game on Thanksgiving. And um, part of the game was that you had to compliment the person to your right. And his friend who had to compliment him said she, that she's thankful that Virgil is both caring, but also very outgoing and extroverted and friendly. So he's super friendly and like, you know, he has lots of friends and people really love him, but he's also a caring guy. You know, he's a fun guy. He's a caring guy. And, um, and he was top of his class and he became an entrepreneur and he, he graduated early. You know, he, he graduated um, before his 20th birthday. He went, he started college at 16 um, to 19. And I, I can, I can help you on, on how to do that as well. <laughs> maybe in a different, um, maybe in a different episode or, or you could email me, but anyway, so those are my six tips now, actually six tips. The number one was, you know, put God first. Um, uh, shoot, I forgot what, what all six were, but <laughs> you could rewind it if you want. Um, anyway, so, um, again, um, number one though, is definitely put God first and model, model it, have fun with your children, be there for your children, you know, trust in God. And the truth is that, um, we don't make them, we don't make them wonderful. God makes them wonderful. We just have to make sure that we're not getting in the way of that because we are born to be wonderful. We're all born to be wonderful. And, um, we're all, we all have a special mission in life, a special purpose in life, a special destiny in life. I, I truly believe it. And we may have many purposes in life, actually. Um, but uh, one of the biggest things is that we nurture and we guide them into the person that they were meant to be, that God meant for them to be, instead of getting in their way, you know, or, or um, not giving them what they need in order to in order to fulfill their destiny. Shalom. Would you like to become the healer of your home and your community and create a profitable online health coaching business? Are you interested in becoming a health coach, a naturopath, an herbalist, or a nutritionist? Do you need help finding the right program for studying holistic health and healing? Or perhaps you already have certification, but you're still not confident enough in healing people and don't know how to build a business that will empower you to have an impact and allow you to leave your regular day job. Are you ready to get a deep and comprehensive picture of holistic health and healing 
and learn from top healers in our day so that you can stop being stuck in a job or a career you don't have a passion for. Heal yourself and others without the need for pharmaceutical drugs with harmful side effects, doctors, or even dentists. Become more knowledgeable about holistic health and healing than most medical doctors who have graduated from medical school without spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and years of time in expensive medical schools or programs. Build a health coaching business that will allow you to work from home and achieve time, location, and financial freedom. Aruka.com empowers people to become the healers of their home and their community by equipping them with naturopathic herbalism, health coaching, and online business and marketing skills. My name is Maim. I'm 42 years old and a homeschool mom of seven beautiful children. These two in the photo are my October babies. I became a naturopathic herbalist and health coach in order to take charge of my family's health when the modern medical system kept failing us. We were spending thousands of dollars on insurance and other medical expenses, but they did not have any answers for our health problems. Working from home has been such a blessing for us. I used to work at the NASA Ames Research Center as a computer scientist slash engineer, but being able to have an online business has enabled me to surpass my income at NASA and to be there for my family, homeschool them, take care of them, watch them grow up every step of the way for 18 years now. I started Aruka.com in 2009 to help people become healthy and heal themselves. I've coached all sorts of people and eventually even medical doctors and nurses started coming to me repeatedly for help for various health issues for themselves or their loved ones. I help people heal themselves of serious diseases such as cancer, heart disease, and high blood pressure, diabetes, as well as other common issues such as hormone imbalances, abnormal bleeding, migraines, eczema, kidney stones, gallstones, cataracts, and even urinary tract infection. Various people began asking me to start teaching what I know about holistic health and healing, including two medical doctors who have become very good friends of mine. When I realized that there was such a demand for the knowledge I have that even medical doctors were telling me to teach, I shifted the focus of Aruka.com. And now we teach people how to become confident healers through our naturopathic herbalist and health coach certification program. We help people become healers of their home and community and create profitable online health coaching businesses. If you're interested in becoming a holistic healer, please visit our website, aruka.com, A-R-U-K-A-H.com. Again, that's A-R-U-K-A-H.com. Hope to see you there.